Thanks for tuning in to Start With Scripture, a Hesed Heart podcast. I'm your host, Audrey Grove, here to bring you scripture reading and application that can fit into your morning routine and your busy schedule. Learn more at hesedheart.com. Good morning, my friends, and welcome to a brand new beautiful day. We've been walking through the life of Paul in the book of Acts, and we see him as a prisoner on his way sailing to Rome. And today we're actually going to wrap up that story with some intensity, with a shipwreck. And we're going to see how God uses Paul, and he speaks to Paul, and he is in Paul's heart. He is present even in the midst of the storm. So let's jump in. We're in Acts chapter 27, verse 27, and I'm reading from the ESV. When the 14th night had come, as we were being driven across the Adriatic Sea, about midnight, the sailors suspected that they were nearing land. So this is the middle of the night. I would imagine it's dark. It is storming the wind, the waves, and they've been out here for 14 days, two weeks of insanity, living on little food, probably not having much water left, going from crisis to crisis, and now they're coming close to land. So they took a sounding and found 20 fathoms. A little farther on, they took a sounding again and found 15 fathoms. So they're coming up to a berm, at least a sandbar or land. And it's really interesting. I was curious what a sounding was. So today we have like sonar, right? That pulses and will tell you how deep the water is on a boat. And this was the early version where they would actually put a line down with lead at the bottom and they would be able to judge the depth of the water. So that was like very early sonar technology which is really cool. Obviously, it didn't use sound or anything, but (laughs) it was still the precursor to the tech we have today. And fearing that we might run on the rocks, they let down four anchors from the stern and prayed for day to come. And as the sailors were seeking to escape from the ship and had lowered the ship's boat into the sea under pretense of laying out anchors from the bow, Paul said to the centurion, the one in charge, and the soldiers, unless these men stay in the ship, you cannot be saved. The people who are operating the boat were going to abandon these people. They were going to run away with their one little lifeboat and leave them all. And so Paul notices and he speaks up. Then the soldiers cut away the ropes of the ship's boat and let it go. So they're all stuck in the same boat. They're all stuck in the same predicament. As day was about to dawn, Paul urged them all to take some food, saying, Today is the 14th day that you have continued in suspense and without food, having taken nothing. Therefore, I urge you to take some food, for it will give you strength, for not a hair is to perish from the head of any of you. Look at this clarity, this discernment and wisdom that Paul has from the Lord, even in the midst of the storm. In an overwhelming, chaotic, tiring, exhausting situation, he has enough discernment to know that they will need their strength if they are going to be saved. 
And so he invites them all to eat. And why they haven't been eating if they had food, we don't know. I mean, that doesn't make a lot of sense to me. To me, that is a, a very natural thing. But maybe they were so busy, like I said, crisis to crisis, that they didn't even have time to eat. And when he said these things, he took bread and giving thanks to God in the presence of all, he broke it and began to eat. This gives such a sense of peace and calm and strength in the midst of the storm, echoing almost what Jesus did, where he breaks the bread and he gives thanks to the Lord. And he is doing this in front of everyone. Even in the midst of the storm, God gives Paul this beautiful ministry opportunity to point all of these people on board with him to the Lord and to also give an example of how God's love when it is in your heart, even when the world around you is in chaos, even in the midst of the storm or the unexpected or the uncertain, when you have the Lord in your heart, you have a certain level of peace and strength in the midst of all of that. And Paul is illustrating that here. He took the time to praise the Lord and point to him. Then they all were encouraged and ate some food themselves. We were in all 276 persons in the ship. And when they had eaten enough, they lightened the ship, throwing out the wheat into the sea. There goes even more of their cargo more of that money and income that they were carrying because they valued their lives so much more. Now, when it was day, they did not recognize the land. They didn't know where they were, but they noticed a bay with a beach on which they planned, if possible, to run the ship ashore. So they cast off the anchors and left them in the sea, at the same time loosening the ropes that tied the rudders. Then hoisting the foresail to the wind, they made for the beach but striking a reef, they ran the vessel aground. The bow stuck and remained immovable, and the stern was being broken up by the surf. So they were hoping to run aground, but it sounds like they ran aground a little early, not reaching the beach, but reaching a reef out in the water. And here's where things get a little bit weird. The soldier's plan was to kill the prisoners that they were escorting to Rome lest any should swim away and escape. I mean, that seems really gruesome and really brutal to me, but the centurion, the one in charge, wishing to save Paul, kept them from carrying out their plan. He ordered those who could swim to jump overboard first and to make for the land and the rest on planks or on pieces of the ship. And so it was that all were brought safely to land. We see even in the midst of this crazy storm that God was present there. Against immeasurable odds, he brought this entire group of 276 people safely through a two-week-long storm to shore. Not a single life lost. And not only did he protect them from the storm, he protected them from the soldiers as well, who wanted to kill Paul and the other prisoners. And as we see this, it really reminds me of Jesus in the Gospels as he was in the ship and they were in the storm and the disciples were freaking out, right? And Jesus was just asleep. That is the kind of peace 
and certainty that we can have in our Lord regardless the circumstance. The same peace, the same strength, the same assurance that Paul had when he encouraged the ship full of people to eat bread in, in, and be prepared for the next day. When he encouraged them to thank the Lord for bringing them this far. So my friends, regardless of the storms in your life, the uncertainty, the chaos, the pain you may be facing, remember that you have the Lord when you have faith in Christ. He is in your heart. And you have access to that peace, that certainty, that assurance, that security every single moment, regardless of what's going on. And that is a beautiful example pointing to the Lord for the people in your life. So tune in tomorrow morning as we dive into the last chapter of Acts and we start to see the conclusion of Paul's imprisonment and what's going to happen next. I'll see you tomorrow morning. What storms are you going through right now? Whatever it is, send me a DM, send me an email so I can be here to support you and pray over you as you are walking through this storm because you are not alone.